What's up, Internet, and welcome to Right in the Feels, the podcast that punches you right in the nostalgia. Uh, <laughs> this is our inaugural episode. Does that work for when you're going to do it more than annually? Can you still say inaugural? What's the definition? I need help from my co-host, Emily. I don't know. Oh, thanks. You're so much help. I'm glad I brought you. And then Chelsea. Hi. <laughs> uh, it means it means first or initial or, inter- or introductory, so I think it works. It, it works. Happen. Okay, so inaugural or pilot episode of Right in the Field. So for the uninitiated, I am your host, Terry Smith, as well as Chelsea and Emily, the aforementioned people that don't know what inaugural means. I Googled it. (laughs) So now you're the one that knows what it means. (laughs) So if if you don't know what Right in the Field is, which which I would hope you don't, because again, this is the first episode. This is the podcast where we jump into all of the things nostalgic, mostly from what we have nostalgia for so things from the 90s you know 90s kids remember those all this like from buzzfeed and stuff like that except for we're going to focus on television shows and video games and the things that we cared about because we were born around 1993 is that correct for everybody on the phone call yes yeah chelsea was abnormally tall in elementary school so i assume maybe she was a little bit older than me i just barely made it the 8th of january so (laughs) Right okay. at the cutoff. <laughs> still counts. Still counts. So to get started, our first episode is going to be on Digimon. Digital monsters, if you don't know. I, I hope you do. If you don't, I don't want you listening to this podcast. And by that, I mean, please listen. It's fine if you don't like it. You can just pretend like you listened and send me an email saying it was great. And then go watch the show. Yeah, and then go watch Digimon. It's all on Hulu streaming right now. What more could you uh, ask at least for? the the first four seasons are. I don't know about the Disney seasons five through whatever. Does Isn't anyone try, have anything on that? Tries on Crunchyroll. I'm pretty. Tries sure. on Crunchyroll in yeah. Japanese. It's not in dubbed. I think you might have to go at the Funimation app on there. So let's jump into what digital monsters are. Digimon. Where did it start, Chelsea? You said you had some notes on that. Right. So basically, Pokemon came about. Not that I, you know, want to cross reference. Well, we just said we're going to do an episode on Digimon. <laughs> but you can't really do the two separately because, in the popular opinion, they are pretty integral, um, as well as timing wise. Like, they're pretty the close. They- Everyone calls them like a clone, and Digimon did come out after Pokemon, but in it no did. way was a clone of Pokemon. No, but you kind of have to start there to see where they first found like the base. Like, especially if you go further into like the card games and stuff like that um the yeah, they tried to follow is, suit with the success of pokemon for sure. right they saw pokemon the a year later in 1999 um digimon came out in i think march or april of 99 and originally like i said everyone basically was like this is just a ripoff of pokemon this is not as you know i want my pikachu i don't want this but then as people began to watch they began to realize that there were several key differences um the pokemon you know they can only say their name if they say anything digimon they could talk they had more of a a partner and less of a slave-like relationship um and so that coupled with like the more progressive i want to say almost storylines not necessarily like x-men from the 90s progressive but darker more more, yeah right more adult yep there was definite character growth. There was like real flaws. Like they had real, the stakes were higher, I want to say. Um, and then, you know, after they picked up steam, I want to say after probably the first 20 episodes or so is normally about when they leave the initial island and they leave um, their initial like landing point in the digital world is normally when people recognize that it really picked up its own sort of um, ethos about it. Like its own standing on its own two feet, finding that real groove of, they were flawed characters. They were a flawed team. They didn't always work together. They didn't always necessarily even win. Um, and yet they still, you know, managed at the end of the day to come together and, per- and and persevere. Yeah, like it definitely had differences in the Pokemon. Like I said, like like you mentioned, like Pokemon was just, the, you know, they say their name and the continuity kind of resets at the end of every episode. Ash walks off into the sunset like he's uh, right. Bruce Banner from the old Hulk series. But, <laughs> but with Digimon, he- it was, what's up? I was going to say, or he he beats the gym. Let's say it even takes a couple of the episodes to beat, like, whatever gym or whatever he's doing, and then it's just reset, though. Like, was it ever, like, a full arc, though, in Pokemon? I feel like it was, like, one episode, he, there's a gym, and he's like, oh, no, a gym, and then he beats the gym. I feel like sometimes, 
I, if you include the episodes, they're like, I'm going to this gym. Like, it's, not like, <laughs> it's not necessarily an arc in the sense that, you know, he was just trying to get there and then things happened and then he got there and it was just one episode there as opposed to like several episodes trying to defeat the same like gym. Right. More well, Yu-Gi-Oh style, I would say. Anyways, enough about <laughs> Pokemon, Chelsea. This is the Digimon episode. So we're going to rewind a little bit. I appreciate the dissertation on, 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 on Digimon, though. Those were all really good facts. And it will give you a pretty good primer if you don't know what Digimon is, other than a Pokemon clone, in quotations, right? So to rewind a little bit, Digimon, your first experience with Digimon, Chelsea. Um, I'm going to go into mine first, though, just because mine's so short. Okay. Mine was in 1999, when it was premiering on Fox, the week before when they started airing commercials. And they showed way cooler looking monsters than Pokemon. Not that Charizard isn't cool, but Greymon is way cooler looking. Definitely. And they showed Ty riding Greymon. And then they showed him flying, which he's not <laughs> flying, but it looked like he was flying. His arms are behind his back and he's, there's like a jet stream. Later on, you find out it's them crashing into the digital world and it's part of the opening. But as a kid, I was like, okay, they have cooler monsters and they can fly. I'm watching this show. And they're riding them. And they're riding them. Exactly. <laughs> like, I am fucking in. Of course, I probably didn't say fucking. But still, like, I was pretending I was Ty, even though I didn't know his name. I was flying around my front yard, pretending to ride Greymon, which I also didn't know what he was called. With goggles. Exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. I think I stole like 50 different pairs of large sunglasses and or normal glasses from my family members to make sure I looked the part. <laughs> so that was my first experience with Digimon before it ever even came out. Was yours something similar? I know you also watched Fox Kids. Yeah, I did watch a lot of Fox Kids, but my first experience, I don't remember ever seeing like a commercial for it. Like it wasn't a conscious necessarily decision for me to be like, that looks really cool. I'm going to watch it. It was like I was watching Power Rangers or something else. And then the next thing that came on was Digimon. And I was like, this is cool as shit. <laughs> so, so of course, right. And this is also a 99, right? So I might not have been right at the start, though. I might have caught it a couple episodes in. Um, like initially and I go to school right here I am in elementary school and I go to school and everyone else is also talking about it and I was like <laughs> oh my god what have I stumbled upon I really and wish then... I would have went to your school because no one was talking about it no one talked about Fox Kids I was the only kid in our school that like Power Rangers or Digimon because, but no one has a television up there Terry <laughs> that's fair I was one of the few people with the satellite television <laughs> so so we so I go to school they're all talking about it all these kids that like I wasn't even necessarily, like, all these kids that I, it was a larger elementary school. Than, I'm picturing like, recess for some reason. Is it, was it different than recess? Yes. No, it was sort of similar to that, I would say. Anyway, so I see these kids, and, I, and they're talking about it, and I go over and I ask them about it, and they're like, yeah, we play Digimon at recess every day. And then it was over for me. That was, I mean, hook, line, and sinker I was in at that point. Because you finally every day had recess, friends, or? No, I had friends before that, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um... No, but it was just, I mean, I want to say it totally derailed my whole. <laughs> um, but there was like, as opposed to me just having like a couple of, you know, like girlfriends or whatever, there was like a whole mixture, like a bunch of um, boys were also playing. So it was like a, like a co-ed thing that we could all do together. And it sort of I, I, evolved. I pictured originally you were like part of the Ashleys. And then after that, you were part of like the recess gang. Because you were uh, like Digimon. <laughs> I don't think I was part of the Ashleys, but yeah, sort of similar. Like, it I came from, you know, like, I didn't really get to see a lot of my friends just because the area that I lived in, even though it was much larger, like, I lived pretty far away still from where the elementary school was. And, like, they all lived in, like, the suburbs. I lived still out. My parents owned 10 acres. So, so, so it Digimon was like, became the touchstone for your group of friends. Right, exactly. And then, come to find out, my neighbor really liked it. Um, and the only real interaction I had with him was when we'd, like, his mom had babysat me and we had never really like clicked that like before that. But after that, you know, we were together watching it all the time, like talking about it on the bus all the time. I think I had a, a like a soft cloth um, lunchbox at one point that I don't know if it was actually Digimon or if it was like was something that my mom found that was like knockoff, you know? But... No, I think there was, I remember a soft cloth uh, Digimon lunchbox that came out like at the same time, like merchandise wise for the show, like the yeah, same it was year. Like, yeah, it was like the, that fall or something. And like I started to school with it, you know, first grade or whatever. And I was hot shit with my lunchbox. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Emily, yours is a little bit different. You did not discover it in 1999 when you were six years old, as we did. <laughs> I absolutely did not. Would you, how many, would you say it was close to 15 years later? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, 
it was much, much later. Um, I actually have both of you to thank for me seeing Digimon. Um, he sat there and picked and picked and picked at me to watch it, and I refused out of stubbornness. <laughs> and then Chelsea came along and said, hey, you should watch Digimon. And I was like, yeah. we have an entire show about you <laughs> declining all of my recommendations. So we don't have to get into that. If you want to listen to that argument happen on the microphone, you can go listen to I show my wife stuff. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, I, you know, me and Chelsea weren't very close yet. It was a great way for us to build that friendship too. So you bonded over Digimon. We with bonded. Our yes. <laughs> yes. We bonded over Digimon. At 20 something years old. <laughs> Yeah, a show, a show meant for six-year-olds. Yes, just bitching about Sora and um, <laughs> all the dumb bird well, Digimon. Well, like again, I, I know, like I mine, I didn't mention all of the formative stuff that came along with Digimon for me. I didn't make friends over Digimon for sure. Some of my friends already liked Digimon. My my formations of friends over Digimon came twenty years later, really. Yeah, <laughs> but I definitely liked it as a kid, and it definitely. Uh, formed what I think of a good show in my brain because it had way more touchstones than most children's show did. But a lot of shows in the 90s did. We'll get into those in the future. But like other 90s cartoons, like you mentioned X-Men, the animated series, and Spider-Man, the animated series, or Power Rangers, like what happened in the last episode mattered. Like, it, you know, it was serialized storytelling, which I had never seen. A lot of manga adaptations and anime did that, but I didn't watch a lot of anime at six years old either. <laughs> Pokemon was like the was the only one that I had ever really seen at that point, other than Dragon Ball Z. So Shocking. when did you right? Like, it's, like it was everybody. So when they put this new anime on Fox Kids and it was flashy and the the music was was bumping and there was giant dinosaur dragons who who fought other dinosaur <laughs> dragons and they transformed and they had their own you know magic girl transformation henshin sequences like Power Rangers. <laughs> and like oh my god, this is the coolest thing ever. So as I never stopped loving that show and I inevitably met my wife and said, Hey, you should watch these things that I love. And she laughed at my face. I was like, Oh no, what have I done? Divorce? How much does it cost? But then <laughs> luckily, <laughs> luckily one of my best friends, Chelsea came along and she was like, we should watch the show together. And you finally did. And now, and all those reasons that you just explain like are the reason why as an adult i could watch the show and watch all of it and enjoy it still even though i didn't have the nostalgia for it yeah which is so interesting too because when you think like any sort of cartoon where it's like oh yeah i liked it but you know it's for kids or whatever the show holds up it's made with like three pieces of animation total but it still holds up it's like watching Yu-Gi-Oh. if you do that <laughs> as an adult which i definitely don't that's not at all the things that i <laughs> occupy my time with but like a fight scene, like if you watch Dragon Ball Z now, like or most any other anime that has action orientation in it, like so a guy punches, there's several bits of animation. It's an actual fight scene. It's kinetic. It's interesting. When you watch a Digimon fight scene, it's n nothing happens. They say the name of the attack move and then you see like a static image of the Digimon and then like a projectile <laughs> and it moves very slowly across the screen and then it flashes to somebody going, ah, <laughs> that is the most action that really happens in the whole show. <laughs> but like it's still other like all the other stuff still holds up all the the. The satirization the the dialogue people actually have a lot of criticisms of, uh, criticisms of the dub if they liked the the original japanese version because it's so silly like there's a joke every 30 seconds but that's part of why i love it even as an adult like it's entertaining for me to watch it's not just you know uh melodrama the entire time with you know five-year-olds or however old they're supposed to be eight nine and everyone got really silent. I don't know. I don't actually know. I think that they're like nine. Well, because TK and Kari are like six or seven. Yeah, they're supposed to be like six or seven. I know they're yeah, a few years younger. Yeah, I think they're so. like nine or ten. I think that Joe's older, though. He's like a year Joe older. Joe is the oldest, right? Yeah. So I didn't want to say and then be wrong, but I'm pretty, right. sure, it's I'm pretty sure that you're right. But it strangely holds up as an adult and to the point where like we've already talked about my obsession a little bit over the years and now my wife is obsessed with it as well and all my best friends are but like uh, we can you can listen to a whole episode another shameless plug of another podcast we have is can't be killed confessions where I just tell all of my nerdy stuff. Um, <laughs> there's there's an entire episode where I go into how I named my children after fictional characters. 
uh, partly because I maybe I hate them in the future. I know people always give me so much crap for naming my kids fictional things. So they're like, what if that character sucks? Except for they don't suck. Exactly. My daughter's name is Kari after a Digimon character. And that was very intentional because Kari is an awesome character. And Digimon is the awesome. Best. Exactly. <laughs> and my daughter is the best. So she needs the best name. So <laughs> that, that's, that's how much I love this show and how long it's carried on over the years. Um, also, Emily looked it up. Ty was 11 years old at the beginning of the show, so they were mostly like around 11 years old. Gotcha. So I want to again step back a little bit. Again, where did Digimon start? So you kind of went into the dissertation, like again of like what it is overall. But I want to talk about its roots. So does everyone remember Tamagotchis? Did anyone have these? Mm-hmm. Yes. Those 100%. little egg monsters with three buttons, three or four. It was like you can feed it, you can clean up its poop, and you can pet it. Yep. So those were pretty, sleep. yeah, you could, yeah, so much fun. <laughs> the 90s kids, the dial-up internet was slow and we watched Furbies and Tamagotchi sleep. That was what happened <laughs> until Y2K hit and then we destroyed them all for fear <laughs> of them taking over. Yeah, I saw Gremlins and it was never the same with Furbies for and me. Do you remember Furbies when- Furbies were going to take over. Do you, yeah, it's they were. To stop them. Do you remember when they did the crossover and you could get the new Furby was a Mogwai? It was just yes. Gizmo? Yes. I, I had that in my house. It was creepy. And they, they no. it. <laughs> There's some people updating them with like super AIs. It's really, really neat to see because like, no. like, like, like learn scary, things. It mean? is scary. But, but <laughs> those dead eyes. And they, nah. uh, anyways, <laughs> a little piece of the 90s. Again, what else is right in the feels for than reminding you that, that uh, you know, Furbies existed <laughs> for a long time, <laughs> long enough to have spinoff toys. So, anyway, so they started with Tamagotchis, right? Well, Bandai, they decided they were going to put out a boy version, even though I was a boy and I fucking loved my Tamagotchi. It was a green <laughs> dinosaur. He was dope. Um, but they put out a boy version in quotations, and they were like, well, what would be recognizable in that 8-bit art style? And they chose, like, dinosaurs. So they can be dinosaurs and dragons, easily recognizable. And what's the difference between these and, and Tamagotchi? Well, these ones fight, because we're awesome. Extreme! So you could... <laughs> touch them together in the little like little metal bits at the top of the the little Game Boy looking devices and you can make your Digimon fight another person's Digimon, which is short for digital monsters. Uh, I, I think actually it was an, initially supposed to mean something else, but I can't remember uh, what. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so that was their toy line, but it kind of took off. So they decided to put their other software division on it. And again, fact check me. I'm sure there's I'm missing tons of little bits, but this is the gist of it. So they decided, hey, we're going to put out a new video game for it for the PlayStation 1, which is getting huge in Japan and in America. So they're going to launch the new line of Tamagotchis and they're going to put out a new line of cards to all basically promote this game. So they put out a trading card game. They were going to put out a bunch of new toys, all just to promote the PS1 Digimon world i think is what the first one was called yeah just digimon world yeah. and they go hey you know what worked really well for pokemon to promote the cards what in the video game what if we put out a tv show what if we what if we ask for like 10 episodes of an anime and originally they were like well that's too much let's just make a movie we're gonna do a one-shot movie we'll put it out in theaters it'll be 45 minutes long which is the thing you can do in japan can't do that here <laughs> and it was so big they're like we need more of this so like even before it premiered all the animators in that studio were like no we have something here so they put out it was like 10 episodes and it blew up and it became hey we need a whole season of this they they did like 40 episodes and that turned into 50 episodes which turned into a second series which turned into an entire media conglomerate that like <laughs> basically made all of bandai's money on top of the power ranger sales for a long time, like Digimon was way bigger than what people remember because Pokemon was bigger because it came out right around the same time and they were both small monsters with little kids and they fought and that was what you knew. Also, the video games were not that great. I love them and I have so much nostalgia for digital for Digimon World and all the other games that came with them, but they're not as good as Pokemon. Like, it's just an objective fact. Like, the Pokemon games are really, really good. The card <laughs> game is really, really good. The Digimon card game is fine. The new Digimon <laughs> card game, for reference, is amazing, and we were playing literal, like, like just one more round, like, five times right before this podcast. Yeah, it's, it's dope. <laughs> but we'll get into that in a minute. But that's kind of where it started. It all blew up because the show took off, not only in Japan, but with the dub here. 
it was dubbed by Saban Entertainment, which did Power Rangers. That's like their big claim to fame is they they adapted Power Rangers from Super Sentai and Beetleborgs from B-Metal Fighters and a million other live action strange shows. And they were going to do the same thing for Digimon. So they took all of these kind of no-name voice actors at the time and they basically put them in charge of it. That's partly why it's so funny is because they couldn't adapt it straight because it was for Saturday morning cartoons and they wanted it to be a little bit more lighthearted because the original Digimon's kind of dark. It's about these kids that get trapped in this digital world. And it kind of, I think Isekai is the name of the the anime subgenre. It's about like kids who get trapped in an alternate reality. And it was kind of like, not the first of its kind, but it was the main one. It kind of started the subgenre. So they were like, well, let's make it silly, which they did. So there's characters that are just impersonating famous actors. Like there's an entire arc of the show where a gigantic monkey sings like Elvis <laughs> for like 20 episodes. I'm, I'm, I'm rewatching it right now. And um, I'm at Edamon. Right so now. are we. We're, we're so showing we our kids for the first time. <laughs> yeah. and, and Edamon shows up. And I, my, my favorite thing was my four-year-old, Kari. She was like, uh why is that monkey talking like that like, what, <laughs> what is happening and then she goes daddy i don't understand what's happening in digimon <laughs> um my so my boyfriend kyle has never seen it he would he and his brother are like diehard pokemon but i'm like watching it and he's in the room so he's like i guess i'll watch it um and he doesn't have they been it. sucked in yet he uh kevin hasn't watched it yet oh okay I mean, kyle doesn't hate it but he's just like there's just so many episodes and he you know is on his phone or doing whatever and then he sees it but edamar came on and he said is that supposed to be elvis and i said <laughs> sort of like no it's supposed to be edamon it just <laughs> yeah. happens to sound the thing is like the, the meta narrative there is so good because the digital world is populated which i didn't understand as a kid i was like why are there all these random things but right. it's kind of like if you ever if you're older or if you've seen the movie land of the lost yeah, where mm-hmm. it's like it's kind of a catch-all because it's the internet, so it catches all of our pop culture, it catches all of our our random yeah. things. So they'll go to places and it'll just have like a random cruise ship, which is meant to be the Titanic, because like that's just like a very important piece of like internet knowledge. And then so when you have these characters that are impersonating people, it makes sense in that metatextual way because like oh yeah, it's a popular person on the internet, and they're in the internet, and they're in the yeah. internet. That's what the digital world is. Well, essentially, I mean, my favorite way as an adult, like going back and rewatching it is how the villains, which I also think are like a thousand times better than anything else that was on TV villain wise, like not necessarily good, but right. But like, and, and then being like sort of pop culture. still, like when you see my Otis man, he's clearly like some sort of, you know, Dracula type vampire or whatever. Yeah. And and the devil, you know, they, you see like Debbie man, who's straight up like the devil. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, um, so that was cool. I mean, like, I like the pop culture stuff, like Titanic and, like, you know, all this and stuff like that. And I like, you know, the railroad stuff that they do. Um, but I just, the villains, like, t- tops. <laughs> Straight up tops. Well, they're, they're so good, and they actually are maniacal, and they, and well, like, they're not killing, like, humans at all in that first series. Like, they're killing Digimon. There's stakes that are established, like, the Digimon yeah. die, and even though they come back as an egg, it's still super sad. And not everything happens in every episode. So throughout the first couple of, of, you know, I would say arcs of the show, like one one Digimon and their Digidestin will Digivolve. So like one of the kids, like their their little monster will get bigger. And then the next episode, another kid's Digimon will get bigger and so on and so forth. But not every single one, every single episode. So even though there's the same power creep of any shonen anime, it feels real and it feels earned because they're going through emotional struggles and it's not happening to everybody all at the same time. And it feels earned. And also, like, not everybody gets to the same levels throughout the right. show. And they, they don't just write them out. Like, like when you watch Dragon Ball Z, it's like, well, what's what are the, the five guys that hang out with Goku doing? Nothing. They're just watching because it's now just about <laughs> Goku. Whereas right. with these guys, it's like, it's like it's sad because, like, they want to help their friend and they talk about it and they do other things. And you're emotionally attached to them because they had their own arcs. It wasn't just the tie show for right. the episodes. I just got to, like I said, I was at Edamon, so we just did Skull Greymon. Skull Greymon, like, we just watched yep. it yes. um, Yeah. Just had to explain to our kids, like, why he digivolved. Because they were Skull so excited Greymon. at first. Like, they were scared, but then they were excited because they are like, oh, it's the new one. The music came on yeah. for digivolving, and our son's sitting there bouncing in the and chair, he's, like, he's yeah! Like, yeah! And then he was like, why is he mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Why he came on the screen, and Kari was like, 
what who is that like why does he look like that <laughs> well and i like it because like i mean the order that they get the crust in too like you think that ty he's obviously got to be super powerful right like Agumon digimon's first digivolves first when you first see them then he becomes Greymon first and then it's like prank he's not because ty is a psycho from that episode and he like yeah the you power know, goes to his head really early on in the series he learns exactly that where he's like oh man i can't just like punch stuff like that's not gonna work yeah yeah exactly and then Joe gets his crest, and he's like totally unassuming of the whole, you know what I mean? Totally unassuming of the whole thing. And you're yeah. just like, ah, oh, you know, he deserves it more almost. Like. And then the genius of it is once they realized what they had, they then took them from it being an Isekai show and they had them return home like 20 episodes in. Like, like the series, like the first season's not even done yet, which it doesn't, 20 episodes in, the first season's not done yet. That's how Saturday morning cartoons work. There's 50 episodes because they need it. <laughs> every saturday so if right. you watch power rangers that's a slog there's you know there's some hundred episodes all that came out in 1999 <laughs> that's, that's how it works so like 20 episodes in they go home but the show's not over they go home and now the digimon are there and they don't just write it off as now they're go fight crime every week or whatever no they have to deal with the fact that they brought home these gigantic monsters and their parents have real lives and jobs and struggles and they don't all have good relationships with parents that was the first time i'd watched a show and a kid's parents were divorced that i actually yeah. it happened in rugrats too but like i actually understood what was happening i was mm -hmm. like oh my god like it's real like that's it's still a story i reference is like them going through that struggle between the two different parents with matt and tk yeah like, it was just like the way that they did that was so interesting and at the time like you said like you had friends that were watching it i remember when people started to talk about it too like those bad games i talked about which some of them were good digimon world 3 is a solid video game but it's just a pokemon clone <laughs> <laughs> like that's why it's better honestly but i remember that starting to take off right around season three which was a different group of kids and we'll get into that probably in a different episode because uh, digimon tamers deserves its own conversation as a, as a whole because it's one of the best like kids shows of all time its own standalone by itself without any 100%. other kind of lore yeah exactly it doesn't need anything else really but, it's how i feel about but, like avatar the last airbender too like yeah, same sort of like level. exactly but anyway but when we talk about that, like it was always second fiddle. So while it had action figures and while the show was taking off and they were like, we're going to do whole like a, a different group of kids. But it's in the same continuity with the second season, Davis, Yoli and Cody and Ty was going to be kind of like their mentor. Same thing with Izzy. Like, even though that show wasn't good, it was still huge. Like, I remember those toys being everywhere. Mm hmm. And then the movie came out. And when you look at it critically, like everybody hated that movie. Like when adults saw it, they're like, what the fuck is this? Like it's not, <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not cohesive. It's three movies that they tried to piece together into one movie for American audiences. But to anybody who's even remotely a Digimon fan or even just like was like a kid, like I said, like watching Fox Kids in 1999, that movie is fucking amazing. It's so good. The because soundtrack? Like, the soundtrack still bops. Like there's a whole generation Blast. of kids that like ska that wouldn't like ska. There's no reason. <laughs> it was We were 10 years too late to like ska music, yet we all love Real Big Fish or Mighty Mighty <laughs> Ballstones, you know, because of that soundtrack. The first time I, our daughter watched it, she watched it four times in a row in a row no joke and then she, then i had to like try to hunt down the movie because it's not readily available on blu-ray no, we just played it on youtube yeah right? I, I, yeah <laughs> spoilers like you find it on youtube but i had to hunt it down and actually buy that friggin' movie and i almost bought it on vhs because my kids loved it so much and it was the, it was all of it the soundtrack the snappiness and that movie is gorgeous like yeah. the animation style and the the director, I, I I can't think of his name off the top of my head. He's done several movies since Summer Wars and uh, I think it was the Child and the Beast or something like that. Um, but his his art style is just so gorgeous that it's shaped so many different animators and even just like comic book creators. And that's actually a funny note. Digimon was meant to appeal to a more American audience because they try to make it look like our comic books. That's why everything had like a hard edge and looks like Kingdom Hearts characters now because they were trying to make it edgier. So they added more buckles and everybody <laughs> everybody looks like they could fight uh, no matter what kind of Digimon it was. Like even the cute ones have like gigantic claws at the end of them. <laughs> the one exception being like Patamon. Oh my God, so soft. Patamon just looks like a pillow with ears. Yep. So with all that being said, let's jump into let's skip ahead to the future a little bit now. 
So you saw it as an adult as it was starting to come back a little bit. You mm -hmm. know, we're showing our kids. What do you guys think about the sequel series and it's and it, the reboot now? Uh, what are you are have, you enjoying? It? I have it's, some you know, thoughts on the reboot. Yeah, but I mean, I I enjoy it, but I feel like I just hope that they're going somewhere more with it now. Just because I feel like they really jumped the gun. Yeah, uh, with the reboot, they they did a couple of notes that happened only in the movie that happened way way after the first series was kind of done. Um, so they, they're obviously going for new ground. But there's only three episodes out, but the animation is gorgeous. Like we mentioned that, yeah, it's you know, there's only one frame of animation in any fight scene in the original series. In the reboot, it is gorgeous, and they definitely stepped it up. All the fight scenes are awesome. And they're more than two frames long and crazy things happen to it. And you can follow the action. You don't have to hear them say the name of their move to know who is doing what. <laughs> Definitely far away from a, like a Michael Bay Transformers movie. Chelsea, what do you think <laughs> of the reboot so far? Um, so I really like the reboot a lot. I was really nervous um, that it wasn't going to. When I heard that they were going back to like the OG set. Um, yeah. Digi in I was Instead of just a new group of kids, right? Because I mean, we saw the new groups of kids. We saw it work really, really well with Tamers, but then Frontier happened, and it's not that I hate Frontier, but it just wasn't as good for me, right? I, and a part of it might be because I was getting older. And like, I mean, not that I didn't always still love Digimon, but I became less vocal about it because as you become a teenager, it's sort of like that's what kids watch. You know what I mean? Especially, I mean, for the couple years like being uh, a preteen girl and like into it like getting sort of bullied almost for that kind of stuff <laughs> right um not not like actual like bully but like no you weren't shoved into a locker because you like digimon but it was weird like right I, people I were like this, why are yeah. you watching that like so so i don't know if that's what turned me off from frontier i've watched it since and i like it's not as bad as i remember it being but it's still not as good as the first three seasons so well, let's let's so talk about that a little bit so so after the first two seasons so the second season of the show did not do as well critically the they there was a writer strike at a certain time and no one really wanted to go in the same direction with with the story so you had like all these setups that didn't really work but for kids we, you know we weren't following it that closely it was just you know it was digimon every week they digivolved right. new digi digimon showed up to digivolve like we were still into it yeah well to this day i mean like the whole dark ocean concept like <laughs> it was set up to be something so cool and then just writer strike yeah, exactly. Nothing, nothing really happened with it, and that's it, it's kind of sad, but it's okay because the the guy who came up with that is who helmed Tamers, and it was a much darker series, and that took right. off really well. But then that was kind of the beginning of them doing similar things, like what Power Rangers does now and Super Sentai before them. Whereas in every year, it's a reboot, basically. Right. Some some shared continuity things pop up here and there, but it's more homages, kind of like Final Fantasy, where it's it's its own series. It's more of an anthology thing now. So with season three, it was really, really popular. It took off. It brought back video games. It brought back the card game big because it was a big part of that TV show was the mm -hmm. card game. The kids could swipe a card and modify their Digimon with different abilities that that caught on really, really well. The toys took off again. But then after that, the the age group was kind of going up like we were aging with Digimon and it didn't stick with us quite as well. And their idea was to target a new group of like kids like a little bit younger and they didn't scale down the action it still you know has some darker themes and whatnot even i would say darker than the original series but what it didn't do was it didn't have as likable a cast and it also changed the entire concept so instead of having partners so a small you know cutesy slash awesome looking dinosaur that transformed to something bigger it didn't have that there was so there was no dynamic there it was a group of kids who could transform so it became almost like a henshin anime so like sailor moon or power rangers like i mentioned and they transformed into humanoid looking digimon so like you know the yell it's morphin time transform into a new digimon <laughs> And then fight their way through the digital world. It still had, they were fighting all the Digimon that you saw before. So there was that recognizable, oh, I know that guy. He was in season two or whatever. But it was right. a very different, very different thing. And people our age who liked the original series just did not follow it. But like I said, when I went back and rewatched it, like the whole line with the two brothers, like that is dark and like compelling, like more compelling than 
for instance, like the Edamon arc. Like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. then, then a monkey that sounds like Elvis for sure. And I, I like season four a lot, and I liked it at the time too. But I was a little bit different because I was a nerdy kid who didn't have girls to impress, let alone like you know the, my friend group. No one was judging me because I didn't have friends, so I didn't have to worry about it. But I didn't get to see it at the time. I didn't have television anymore, so I would catch it. It would air on the Buena Vista, which was the the American production side of it. That was one of the parent companies for Disney. Buena uh-huh. Vista is, and they would do test airings of it a week before it came out on Fox, and and it also simultaneously simultaneously cast on. I think it was either Toon Disney or ABC Family for season four. It's ABC Family. ABC Family. Okay, yeah, for uh-huh. season four, and so I would catch these test airings every once in a while, except for it wasn't like on a normal schedule, so they weren't always in order. I would catch an episode of a test airing for. Uh, uh, what's what's that 70s show and then it would play digimon <laughs> and, it, and it wasn't like saturday morning it was like wednesday night at nine o'clock right <laughs> it, would, it would be like a test airing to make sure it was still reaching these satellites appropriately or something like that That's so hilarious. yeah and it was only a thing that you had if you had this one specific cable box essentially so mm-hmm. I, i'd catch it, i'm like okay this is interesting they're like power rangers i like power rangers i can watch this this is more digimon i'm in <laughs> but then like when i got older and people were like that one sucked and i was like oh i thought it was cool but okay <laughs> i just like talking about digimon right please leave me alone exactly Uh, oh but yeah so the theories kind of lost lost some steam there and then season five came out with after a long hiatus on disney and that did not do well here even though it did do okay in japan it was a different art style they aged up the kids a little bit more and that also did not connect with audiences as well they were cops so they were just narcs so we were just watching these older (laughs) narcs with a different Agumon. I'm like, I just not into it. Like, even though like the story does kind of hold up and they have some interesting things going on. It's just, it wasn't for us. And it was trying to do something different when we really needed more of the same. Like this doesn't sound like a fanboy of like, stop changing my stuff. Right. Gatekeeping. Exactly. But it it didn't work. It, It didn't take off very well. So that kind of was the end of it there. They did a few more series when Saban started doing it again with uh, Digimon Fusion, Fusion, Digimon Cross Wars, but I that's universally kind of hated, because it's not good. It was aiming towards an even younger audience, and even the younger audience was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah. And then they and did Applymon. <laughs> well, I was going to say, and then they, yeah, then they did Try, too, you know what I mean? Like, before yeah. the, the new... Around, yeah, right around the same time, they did Applymon, and they announced Try. So Applymon was kind of a spinoff. So Applymon was meant to bring it to not just a new audience, but also age it up for 21st century. So they were no longer Digimon in the digital world. They were, there's like a separate universe that was close. They're like cousins, like canonically. They're similar beings, but they're not quite the same, but they do Digivolve. So the mm-hmm. Applymon were like based on apps. So you had one that was based on a map app. You had one that was, you know, based on Google and crap like that. And they would transform into eventually just also looking like giant anime characters for no reason. Um, but that one actually wasn't bad. That one holds up. That was done in a similar style as the original. A lot of jokes, a lot of fun dubbing. So it kind of holds up there. And then they did try, which was a sequel series. So it was what we were all asking for. Let's go back to the original group and see what they're up to as adults. And that also was kind of, I wouldn't say universally panned. There are people that like it and it definitely has fun bits. But I was so pumped for it and the internet was so pumped for it. And it was the original idea for this podcast way back when was like, yeah, let's talk about Digimon. Let's talk about where it was and where it is now. And I did not like where it was going. Uh, the first like season or movie of Digimon Try was fine. And then it just all went downhill from there. They ignored half of the continuity and they they threw in some cool bits. But I didn't like the new art style. I didn't like a lot of the new voice actors and what they did with it. So it was I like liked... trying to please five different audiences. Yeah, I didn't like that. I did like the art style though. I liked that like because they were older, they aged the art, they changed the art style. I did like that. Um, and I liked the first movie. Okay. And I think and I think the second movie, but I haven't watched them since they came out because clearly I didn't like them enough to rewatch them. But <laughs> but after that, it was kind of just like everything started to fall apart, like content, like you said, continuity wise. Like it just wasn't making as much sense. Right. Um, it seemed like they were trying to spread it too thin. Like they were trying to do too many things, trying to be everything. 
rather yeah, I think just... like it would have worked better if it was like a single movie honestly like all the right. cool stuff that I liked I think they could have just shoved it into like a two-hour film so exactly it either could have been that or they needed more episodes to fully develop everything they wanted to talk about you know and it needs to be like an actual show like with you know 20 episodes or something yeah and it felt so cherry-picked like they left out the season two characters and that was right, just that's, not fun it didn't make any sense because all of the season one ca- like I I just don't <laughs> I didn't understand because yeah, it felt like it was being written by people who were kind of fans of the original, but really had their own ideas. So you had some really cool lore bits like them talking about where the gods came from in the digital world, like the original Digimon. And then they went into random things like, oh, uh, forget the other kids that we were all friends with. They may have been murdered, but it's it's fine. <laughs> we don't really want to talk about them right now. Like, we have oh. better better things to do. Exactly. But then they set up really cool like love interests with like with, with Izzy and Mimi, and I love that storyline. I thought that was really yeah. neat. And yeah. while May wasn't like a perfect character, I thought she was an interesting addition. And what they did with her Digimon I thought was cool. Um, if not handled great. Uh and the, the naming <laughs> was really bad too. This like, May and then Mako Mon. I'm like, okay, you didn't oh, try yeah. on that one. <laughs> Just pulled out of a hat, like put them put them on at the end of it. Like Yeah, so like that some of that stuff was really frustrating. But I the good thing about Digimon Try was it brought back the nostalgia for it. It made everyone go, Oh yeah, I'd buy more Digimon shit. And they sold yeah. they sold like, you know, twenty that was also around the twentieth anniversary for it. Um, so they were bringing back all of the like digivices i me and my wife started walking again i was getting so out of shape she was not but i was getting so out of shape and they brought back the digivices that were again the updated tamagotchi but they had a pedometer on them so you would walk and your your digimon would walk and you could you know level it up by fighting so you would walk and then it would say oh you're fighting digimon it was around way before pokemon go like i'm just saying the digimon did it first <laughs> and so that brought back all that merch so people were buying you know, posters, they were buying the DVDs, they were now buying these very expensive toys that were just a Tamagotchi, but for $100, not pointing <laughs> fingers, I may or may not own two. Um, so, you know, so we could battle, you know, I could make my boy Digimon fight her boy Digimon like it was meant to be back in the day when Bandai wanted to make Digimon, okay? They brought uh, back the video games, they they started doing the ones I mentioned that a lot of people didn't like, the Digimon world. Well, a lot of people apparently had nostalgia for it, so even though it wasn't a great game concept, people liked it, and they brought back that entire series. They brought back a Persona-style RPG, which was like a catch-em-all, but with lots of, like, drama and teenagers in Japan running around Tokyo. So it all culminated in them going, hey, why don't we just reboot this? And we mentioned but do it right. A few exactly. So like they <laughs> kept the kids intact and then they did a, another sequel movie that kind of summed up the original series, but it, it's taken off again. And now they, they brought out the new Digimon card game, which is blowing up in Japan. And I'm part of the Facebook group. It's blowing up here, too. I, I saw like 15 different people today bought boxes of Digimon cards. <laughs> and when I say a box, like, a, like when you see like a standee at a store and it's like a case of cards. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I bought a pack of that. When you when I say they bought a box, they bought that entire thing. That entire thing oh that sits God. on the shelf, they bought all of that. That's, right. That's like hundreds of dollars. <laughs> and, <laughs> and plus importing them. And I saw, like I said, like 50 people were just like, yeah, no, I'm buying several of these. <laughs> I and need we, it all. Like, like me and my wife play it every day. And, you know, we don't speak Japanese. Do you speak no. Japanese? <laughs> nope, I have to pull up my laptop every time we play. <laughs> yeah, I play with a Google Translate app. I'm learning. I'm, I've definitely <laughs> learned some about it but the game is that good and it's really fun to play and we love digimon and it definitely shows like the level of nostalgia bandai is not just like sitting on it anymore like for a while they were they were kind of half-assing it they're like oh we're gonna put out a new digivice or we're just gonna you know let this other studio make a really bad season of this show or whatever but now they're like oh hey if we try people will buy this shit if we go back to what worked yes like what people responded to. Like I, I only watched the first couple seasons and then Tamers. Right. I didn't watch the ones that came later, except for obviously the reboot. Right. But so I've only really seen what you guys say you really like. But mm-hmm. um, just going off of what you guys said, it just seems really like they responded. They recognized that after they stopped sitting on it and realized like this is what worked. We're gonna go back to this, and then people responded to it. Yeah. And. That's why people are just buying up all of those cars. All, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's really, really interesting to see because it's now popping up again, kind of like how it was in the 90s, where 
You know, you know, a show, especially a a children's show was doing well when you saw adults talking about it and not just adults, but like people who would not normally know that piece of pop culture. So like there are things that are for kids that everyone knows about, like Pokemon. Pokemon is universal. Everybody knows who Pikachu is. You show a picture of Pikachu, a picture (laughs) of Superman, a picture of Mario. You know, people know who these things are. Like, you don't have to be a comic book fan to know who the fuck Spider-Man is. It's just universal. People know (laughs) who the fuck that is. And for a little while there in the 90s, everybody knew what a Digimon was. And not in the same way, but they're like, is that one of them Pokemons or is that one of them Digimans? Like, they... Like, my grandma knew what it was. Not just because, like, I watched it, but because, like, people fucking knew. They're like, which toy? Like, I don't know. Like, did you get him the Digimon? Yeah, it's a like fucking Pikachu. And they're like, whatever. It's one of the small monsters. But they, it was in the lexicon. It might not have been up there. It's not an Infinity War. People aren't talking about it like how Thanos, like, is known now, which is still fucking weird to me. Um, <laughs> it, it is still, like, it still comes up every once in a while. Like, my mom will ask me a question about Thanos. It's like, why the fuck do you know who Thanos is? It's still so strange. Also, why are you asking me? Just Google it. Right. Oh, it's the worst. I wrote it like back in the day when I was an entertainment journalist, which is a very small window of time for me because people were like, oh, you're not entertaining. Um, <laughs> um, one of like my most trafficked and most hated articles is I did an article called My Mom Knows Who Thanos Is. And, and it was just like a whole article about me ranting. It was like weird because like I would go to work and like these Joe Schmoes who don't know anything about comic books were like, man, can't wait to see Thanos in this new movie. I'm like, this is fucking weird. And it's starting to get like that with Digimon now. And I'm just so excited as it comes back. I, I really hope they they dub the, the new anime if it ever gets finished, if we all survive the coronavirus, who knows? Um, I really hope they dub it because I think it could do well. Because kids watch weird shit. Like there was a little while where an anime on Netflix was trending. It's called Dinosaur King. Do you see that trending on Netflix, Chels? I did not know. Did you did you see that pop up where the kids watching it at all? No. no. So Dinosaur King's from 2008. And it is just a kind of really bad Pokemon clone that's just dinosaurs. The dinosaurs are like weirdly animated in a different art style than everybody else on the show. Except for like it was trending for like several weeks to the point where like they were going to buy up the rights and make a new series of it because it was blowing up so big Uh, just because it was on Netflix. There was nothing else for the kids to watch that was new. And so like when something new pops up on Netflix, everybody fucking has Netflix now. It's not a strange thing. You're like, oh, yeah, some people are streaming. Some people cut the cord. Even people that still have cable have Netflix. Like just like as evidenced by Tiger King. So if they were to do a dub and it were to pop up on Netflix or Hulu or Disney plus or something like people would watch it and it's good, which is the other thing where like, that's how it gets you. Like they rope you in with the cute dinosaurs and the, the seizure inducing anime <laughs> antics, but then they get you with actual positive serialized storytelling. So it just would be interesting to see it take off than it already is. In the meantime, 20-somethings like us are buying up all the cards and importing them from Japan and watching them <laughs> on Crunchyroll. Well, so, because we can't do like, anything else. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're all in quarantine. Like, that's, the sad, like, like, that's the sad thing. There's lots of sad things about the coronavirus, but a sad thing was that the rest of the season was delayed uh, because, you know, the, the animators are staying safe. They're being at home, and it's hard to do that style of animation from home. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the way that they they crunch so hard on anime in Japan, like you can't really you can't do it without a studio working with you. Ah, <sighs> but it's still exciting. Like I, I'm looking at all of my Digimon action figures to the right of me, and I'm just so excited for it. Um, what? So can, can I ask a question? I know that you're the host, but I'm the co-host. No, you, I, I ask all of this. <laughs> and by the way, I do want to know. We're we're nearing the end of our first episode. We're going to do another episode on Digimon. This topic is too big, and we love Digimon way too much for this to be the only held <laughs> held hostage episode. <laughs> yeah, limited to you know the time frame that we're working with. Right. So my question is, I guess for you and for M, do you have a moment that is your favorite from you know what whichever of the seasons minus Tamers? I, my my favorite moment isn't actually from the show. It's from the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is when Omnimon appears. Mm-hmm. And when they introduce uh, Gargomon. So in like we mentioned the movie and it was a big deal. 
we I lived in a really small town with a single movie theater. And when I say single movie theater, it had a movie theater, but with one single screen. So only one movie was playing at a time, sometimes two, but at different times of the day. I forced my father to take me to go see it. He fell asleep promptly into the credits when uh, Angela Anaconda was yelling. Uh, and he was like, <laughs> I need to tune out for this. Uh, there was only one other child in the theater with his dad who also fell asleep during Angela Anaconda. But me and this other kid named Wyatt uh, were just super hyped the entire time as this was happening. And for those who don't know, two of the the strongest Digimon we had seen in the entire show combined. They fused. With, there's nothing cooler than the Henshin transformation magic girl sequences of anime <laughs> than when they, they do that and then they combine on top of it. There's just nothing cooler than that. And it, nothing like that had been done in the show before. So it was so neat and Omnimon is so cool looking. He's on my desk right now because my wife got him for me for my birthday. And I was super hyped during that. And then the next time was when they showed for the first time a new tamer that we had never seen before. And his Digimon was Terriermon. He was super cute. And then he transforms and now he's got my machine guns for hands and a vigilante cape uh, or a cowl <laughs> over over his head. And he's like a bunny with like machine guns. And those were the two hypest moments for me. I'm still like, I'm getting excited thinking about it. And I'm an adult <laughs> who's had sex before. Like, like I'm still like, I'm, I don't know. Spoilers. Uh, honey, go ahead. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I can pinpoint like my favorite, but one that comes to mind. I just remember being so hellbent about like Kari was my favorite character. I loved Gatomon. I loved the sass. Like it was great. And her and TK had a great like back and forth. That was always so fun. And so in the first season, when you see Angemon come out of Patamon of all things, but this, yeah, like the, the weird pillow looking yeah, yeah. Pillow mixed with a bat <laughs> and then yeah. an angel arrives out of it. Yes. And um, you know, TK goes from this weepy child to kick his ass. Much cooler. It's <laughs> the he, devil in the throat. As he ages up. <laughs> um but just seeing like my favorite, you know, Digimon, Gatamon end up being just as cool, if not cooler, digivolving into Angel Woman at the same time, like, and they clearly were a match, and it's, like, the whole Kari TK thing. I was like, I knew it! This is so so cool, cool. and she's so cool! It's the ship, still. I mean, yeah, we're 20-something years old, and she's, like, so intense. No, she's totally with Davis, and I know she doesn't want to be, and neither one of them are really happy about it, but, like, come on. TK is way too aloof. Like, he never made a move. That's because Kari always made the move. Exactly. He didn't so have needs, to make the move. So she needs a dude who has just as much confidence. Davis. No. 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 <laughs> no. Him and his noodle cart. <laughs> no. No. Terry, you're upsetting me. <laughs> you're making me upset. It's the same thing. Like, I really love the second group of kids with Yo Lee. And, like, Yo Lee's one of my favorite. Yo Lee <sighs> and Hawkmon. And everyone's like, oh, you, you suck. But we can all agree that Cody is the worst, right? Like, we can all oh, talk yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Chelsea, what about your favorite hypest moment? I know what it is, but I want to hear you tell yes, the story. I know. Okay. So here <laughs> I am. P- picture the scene. I'm in, like, my basement, but it's, like, not a fully submerged basement. There's still windows. <laughs> and we have a large section. We have a large section. You were locked in a cabin? <laughs> <laughs> and there in front of me sits the TV, and on it is happening the first time I see War Greymon. Here. And let me just express to you that I was so hype, I just started screaming and I could not stop screaming <laughs> for like the whole time. Transformation sequence is long. There's a commercial break, it came back, he was still transforming. I don't really <laughs> it was know. like that scene from Talladega Nights for the car crash, they cut to a Chili's commercial. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I'm screaming. My dad is like, what the fuck is going on? Right? He runs downstairs and I am hyperventilating, screaming, running across the top of the sectional, like on all fours, like some kind of animal. <laughs> because I cannot contain the response that is happening to my body. I'm so pumped about what's happening. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? For, for context. Keep going. I just start like screaming and pointing at the TV. And he's like, is this not fucking show? See, <laughs> see, my parents had learned before to just leave. So Saturday mornings, I was the only person usually in the house. My mom would do something outside. My father would go fishing. He was just like, listen, I can't handle. And like, I was a really quiet kid. Like, I mean, I was excited. I played with my toys and stuff. I wasn't like any sort of issue. But like, in general, I kept to myself and played with my action figures. But on Saturday mornings, no, no. 
No, there, everything I owned was on the floor in front of that television, and I was screaming also at the television. But for, right. for context, so when you watch Pokemon or you play the games, Pikachu can transform into Raichu, and that's it. It transforms. The little Charmander can big, to transform into a bigger Charmander, and then you get Charizard, and it's a dragon. That's 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 it. With Digimon, they do that like 45 times, okay? So like it's like watching Dragon Ball Z. What color is Goku's hair? That's how you know how far in the series it is. Well, Digimon, exactly. There's a new, there's a new transformation, and then there's another new transformation, and then there's another new transformation, and then they decided, okay, no more transformations. They're like, okay, that's the peak of their level. Everybody in the group is at ultimate, is what they called it, because they had to have cool, you know, adjectives. There was rookie, and then champion, and then ultimate. So that's as big as we can go. We're all at ultimate, and then they decide to fucking throw a curveball, and the <laughs> little one, he doesn't even transfer. He doesn't go to ultimate, and then go, I'm going to get bigger. No, no, no. He goes back to being small, and he goes, I wore Digivolve. Is there anything cooler <laughs> sounding than Agumon Warp Digivolve? No, no, there's not. That's no. the answer. There's nothing cooler than Warp Digivolving, and it goes into this weird 3D animation that does not hold up actually. But no, not at all. And like he shoots, and he quickly transforms into all of them, which would normally take an entire like season uh, worth of transformations. <laughs> but they they condense it down to about a minute worth of Sailor Moon Magic Girl transformation sequence. And then it goes to a new one. What the fuck? War Greymon and Metal Gururumon. And they are still dope looking. War Greymon is also sitting on the desk next to me. <laughs> <laughs> and they you know, humanoid and transformed. It's just so cool. I, like, I tell people sometimes, I'm like, I think I just peaked right there. Like, I can never be as excited about something as I was when I was, like, seven years old. Or how I was, and it might have still been six, but I think I was seven. When he wore busy, but I lost my fucking mind. And, like... I mean, I was at that point in my life, especially I was definitely a wallflower. Like I really liked books and I really liked, you know, the select few like nerd TV shows. That I liked. But so for me to like be so vocal, my dad thought that I was like something had happened to me <laughs> that I had broken something. And normally like on Saturdays, so you did. Was- you broke through that glass ceiling is what you did. <laughs> exactly. You're like, I'm coming out of my shell. No one is going to tell me a girl that I cannot be super excited about Digimon because it's happening. <laughs> Because no, more Greymon is there. He was so upset because he thought that some, like, he was scared, right? That he, like, ripped the TV off, like, because he <laughs> was having, like, a seizure. So then I started screaming for a whole other reason, and it was like, turn it back on! What are you doing? Wait for the screen to show up because, you know, it was, like, a big box. I think my entire life, and you can listen to I Show My Wife stuff every week if you want to hear me talk about it. I'm always chasing the next exciting moment, and I think it's because of Digimon. Yeah. Because I was so used to that hype cycle of, okay, who's going to Digivolve this week? Oh, another Warp Digivolving. That was the one downfall when they returned to the digital world. They never Digivolved again. That was the highest they went. Yeah. That was the end. There was nothing well, till, cool to till, see. Till Omnimon. And then that Omnimon. was in the movie, though. And yeah, that was almost that was a whole series later, because we didn't get to see that in America until after the other series yeah. was almost no, done. Yeah, I know. But so that yeah, I watched probably... it where you should watch it. Yeah, you, you got to watch it. Watch, yeah. Watch this when you get to this point in the series. Yeah. How about in the in the second part of the of the movie when they say golden armor energized like <laughs> we should just know what that means? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yep. Again, I know we're getting really inside baseball. If you're not a big fan of Digimon, I promise on other episodes we're gonna talk like this about other shit. Like, if you don't think we're gonna geek out about Boy Meets World the same way we're geeking out about Digimon, you're wrong. Listen, we have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> I have feelings. I have so many feelings still, on it that are still damaged by that show. <laughs> so you can really treat this like you do with like a lot of review podcasts. If they like they review a movie you don't like, skip it. That's okay. You do. This is not going to be a Digimon show forever, but today it is. So let me get into it real quick for the. Anusha in the second <laughs> series of Digimon, Digimon Adventure 02, and it was not called 02 because it was the second one. It was called 02 because it came out when? 02. 02, exactly. <laughs> they would armor Digivolve. That was the new gimmick to make us buy toys of Digimon that just were wearing clothes. Um, they were, it was armor, but they were wearing clothes, let's be honest. Like it was just they looked normal, like they would normally transform, but they weren't champion, they were armor digivolved. So they were less and, powerful, just for yeah, the they, they were <laughs> actually that was the other trick that they learned later on. It's like they were like, Oh, now we can actually have them digivolve to champion because these were secretly weaker. I'm like, well, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? Okay. Yeah. But anyways, so they would say armor digivolve or right no did he armor energize? Digi armor energize, thank you. I just said it. Um, and they would transform into this new, again, Power Ranger form with their Digimon. But then in the movie, which we had never seen, it, it actually took place after that series was over, which hadn't aired yet in America. 
and where they actually find the the final form like their goku their, their frieza final form is the golden armor uh energized the digi egg of miracles i think or something like that destiny your miracles yeah, I, I think, think, it's, is the one I think it's miracles yeah yeah and he learns you say did you know golden armor energize but we hadn't seen that yet so he just drops it like he fucking knows and <laughs> I, for the record davis knows nothing that character knows less than anybody else in any anime ever. That's the joke of his character. But he comes out, he's like, repeat after me, Golden Armor Energized. I'm like, okay, like I, I will because this is hype, but I don't know what's happening and neither should you. <laughs> yep. But it was pretty cool. Not as hype as Omnimon by any means. And I no. also just sat through two hours of a lot of ska music, so I was feeling a little drained. Uh... <laughs> but okay. yeah, so that's feel... Digimon. Yeah. yeah. I'm feeling a little bit spent just like remembering Honestly, Warped just think, thinking about Warped Digivolving makes me tired because I feel so much. <laughs> what did you feel, Emily, as an adult seeing Warped Digivolving? <laughs> Were you like, fuck yeah? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, I want the record to show her face. She was like, yeah, I mean, sure. but <laughs> No, I, I honestly, that face was still just thinking about the armor. Oh, okay. I hated that. <laughs> I thought that was so dumb. But it's because you hate Davis. Was... <laughs> I do. But that... What you married Davis. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I want the first. <laughs> um. <laughs> if I buy the pizza, I get the first half. I get the second half too. His all of his best lines are just about him eating things. He's just Goku with worse hair and <laughs> and goggles, which I love. So, well, you you mentioned the soundtrack, which is kind of what I was where my brain was for a minute because I was thinking about how it resonates with our kids so much that our child who barely knows the lyrics to most songs came out singing the rap yes oh my god that was amazing <laughs> she and like my my daughter does not rap we listen to a lot of hip-hop music in the household and she likes it and my son especially likes it but they've never tried to rap they do not talk that fast they don't really sing any songs other than frozen really and she came out and she's like did you see did you hear did you know that they were coming and i was like <laughs> What did you just do? And she was like, it's Digimon. I was like, I know that. Why do you know that? She knows every word of the Digi rap. She's four years old. She barely knows all the letters of the alphabet in a row. But she knows the Digi rap. And she knows the beat to it, too. Oh, she did it on beat. Oh, yeah. She's 100% cooler than me. That's why I named her Kari. Okay. It's true. You know, if you're the Davis, Kari was definitely way cooler than he was. <laughs> but before we rant about Digimon for another hour, like I said, we are going to do another follow-up episode. This will not be the last you hear us talk about Digimon. But if you want to hear us talk about tons of other uh, nostalgic things on Right in the Fields, you can look for our upcoming episodes on things like Boy Meets World or Gilmore Girls or Spider-Man or probably more Digimon again in the near future. I don't know how long we can keep it in the in the pipeline. Power um, Rangers, because otherwise Terry will continue to talk about it in every episode. Oh, yeah, I'm going to bring it up in every episode. We're going to be talking about Gilmore Girls. I'm like, but listen, you, you can't really talk about live action without mentioning Power Rangers. <laughs> the things that it did for live action. <laughs> Second to none. Everyone wants to talk about Jason David Frank, but let's talk about Austin St. John for a minute, okay? The, the original Red Ranger knows what's up. Later on, the Gold Ranger. But again... We're going to talk about lots of other things on Right in the Field. So if you enjoyed us getting way too nerdy and you go, well, they can't possibly have other knowledge because it's all Digimon. Joke's on you, my friend, because we know everything about way too many things that do not matter to anybody except for people like this. So if you are like us in any way, if you were born in the 90s or know someone who was born in the 90s, you need to be listening to Right in the Fields. Um, if you thought we were funny at all, though, you can check out all of our other podcasts at can't be killed creations.com. We have things like I show my wife stuff where me and my wife fight about why she doesn't listen to my recommendations and why I'm a bad husband. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and other things like that. We occasionally just talk about what we're going to do with the kids on Saturday, you know? So if you find that interesting at all, you can check that out. If you want to hear me tell really embarrassing stories like shitting myself in public or being arrested for ghost hunting, you can listen to can't be killed confessions, which I think we do have a couple episodes coming up where we have other hosts tell their embarrassing stories but there's probably a lot more on that feed about me shitting myself than anybody else anybody else recording anything about shitting themselves nope no okay just me just me so you can check that out it's really funny at least i think so <laughs> <laughs> it's unique <laughs> it is unique we're bringing back pitch for pitch which was a podcast we used to do before so look out for volume two where 
Uh, basically, I get drunk in improv uh, story pitch that I've been working on secretly for years. Things like Transformers, a love story, or <laughs> or Mean Girls, if it were to cross over with uh, Captain America Civil War. Uh, you know, the things that people really think about as they try to sleep at night. And finally, you can check out some of our web comics because we're a multifaceted and multi-talented group. We also know how to draw things. And by know how to draw things, I mean we try to draw things. Um, <laughs> and you can check that out over on campykillcreations.com. We have D&D This, which is my favorite. And it's just a group of people trying to roll dice and failing at it uh, horribly. Um, and that's also available on Tapas. Does anybody else have more things to plug so I can take a deep breath? Not at the moment. No, let's uh, let's get done here so we can play some more Digimon D&D, please. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, uh, I think we should also mention just real quick, that's how insane we are. We also play <laughs> Digimon, an RPG that was invented. That didn't exist before I made it. <laughs> that's just a thing that I made so we could pretend to be Digimon as adults. Um, we also play Power Rangers and several other things, but we can get into that on another podcast. So this has been Right in the Fields. I want to thank you ladies for joining me so I can just rant about Digimon for an hour hey, and a half. Anytime, Terry. I appreciate it. And uh, this has been Right in the Fields. And we're out. <laughs>